Hello, everybody. This is Ken Navarro, and welcome to my podcast for my brand new album for 2012, The Test of Time. The Test of Time is a solo guitar record. It's also my 20th CD of my career. Creating a solo guitar album for a guitarist is like climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> it's hard to do. It's probably the most challenging thing you can do on a guitar. And by the way, what I mean by a, a solo guitar album is, is songs where you're just hearing one single guitar at all times, but that one guitar has to be responsible for all the rhythm, all the melodies, all the chords, and even the bass lines. And that is what I set out to do with The Test of Time. Now, initially, I started writing some of my own songs as solo guitar pieces, but very quickly, I realized that before I could get into that kind of thing, I needed to take great songs, songs that meant a lot to me, not only in that I really thought they were well-written and so on, but they were really moving to me, songs that I'd lived with for, in some cases, 40 years and still loved. So I went about coming up with the right songs. I went through a lot of songs because there were some songs that even though I loved them and even though I thought they could work on solo guitar, they didn't quite work. And then I would come across the ones that were just perfect for this, and those were the ones that I went with. One of the things that I dearly love about music is that it keeps me young. I'm now in my 50s. Taking on a project like learning to play solo guitar, real solo guitar with all the melodies and bass lines and chords, everything there, it's a real undertaking. I feel that when you get to a certain age and a certain level in your career, I think it's really important to continue to learn and continue to grow. That's what keeps me feeling young, and I really have music to thank for giving me an outlet where I can continue to grow, continue to learn, and I'm telling you, it makes me feel like a teenager. Working on this record was such a healthy thing for me to do. It was very challenging. There were times where I just wondered what I'd gotten myself into, but in the end, the gratification and the final product are so worth it. So now let's get into the music. The very first piece that I came upon that I said, this really works as solo guitar, and it's something that I can make it even bigger than I think it was in its original form, was the great John Lennon song, Imagine. I was surprised to see just how much there was to this as a piece of music. We all think of the lyrics, which... Um, you know, have, have become kind of stamped in everyone's brain. But the music itself is really something. And uh, when I went about doing a solo guitar arrangement of it, I really came to, to see just how good a piece of music it was. Thank you. 
There's a great guitarist named Leo Kotke that ever since I was a kid I've been listening to, and he always referred to a Dwayne Allman song from the Allman Brothers catalog, Little Martha, as one of the most perfect songs ever written for the guitar. So I couldn't help but go back and check that out. Now, I remember the version the Allman Brothers did of Little Martha. It was just Dwayne Allman and Dickie Betts on one guitar, and and I believe it was a dobro. And so I came up with my own arrangement where I took those two parts and made them into one, and then I created some other parts to the song to give it a a more sophisticated feel. And so uh, my version of Little Martha helps to prove that Leo Kotke was right. This is one of the most perfect songs written for a solo guitar. I've often felt that the music of Bob Dylan was overshadowed by the incredible lyrics that he wrote. And so when I went to pick a couple Dylan tunes that might work together as a mashup, where I sort of went back and forth between different Dylan songs, I wanted to pick songs where I just thought the music was fantastic, but I didn't want to lose the intensity and the meaning of the lyrics. So I got really, really familiar with the lyrics to one of his greatest songs and one of my favorites called Just Like a Woman. And I I thought that if I performed the music with the lyrics and the phrasing very, very firmly in my imagination as I played, that I could convey the meaning of the lyrics and what Dylan must have been feeling when he wrote and sang those lyrics. And then I combined Just Like a Woman with another fantastic Dylan song that I've always loved called Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. And I tried to seamlessly go back and forth between the two songs, creating what I would call a mashup of the two, always making sure that you, the listener, could feel the meaning of the lyrics and the intensity of the emotion in those lyrics. Sometimes you want to play a piece of music 
that as much as you want to play it, you really wonder if you've bit off more than you can chew. And that was the case with the next song, Message in a Bottle. This was that great police song that Sting wrote way back in the 80s. And I just, I really wanted to play this on solo guitar. And as far as I knew, no one had ever done it. And I realized why as I started to come up with the arrangement and then actually tried to play it. You have to keep this constant guitar line going in the verses while Sting is almost improvising the lyrics on top. And then when you get into the chorus, you have three very different parts, um, a real driving bass part, chords that keep coming in in these offbeat places, and then a melody that's almost completely syncopated. So it was a challenge, but I'm really happy with how it came out. Message in a Bottle is just a fantastic song for solo guitar. As a child of the 60s, I grew up with the Beatles music. And though I just love the later records like Sgt. Pepper's and Abbey Road, there was something about those early songs, a freshness, a certain spirit. I wanted to see if I could capture that by picking two or three of their early songs, some of their best little gems, and stringing them together. I selected Eight Days a Week, Ticket to Ride, and of course, Day Tripper. I found that to be quite a challenge to make all the parts come out and to give you those harmonies that they came up with and make it feel like you were hearing those songs in all their glory, but with something new that I could add. that I was growing up loving Motown music, loving the Beatles, really getting into Bob Dylan. I was also playing jazz and jazz guitar. And one of the earliest songs I ever learned was called The Days of Wine and Roses. This is a really popular song with jazz musicians, 
because its chords lend themselves to all kinds of substitutions and all kinds of interesting tensions and releases that you don't normally hear in pop music. This is just one of those little masterpieces that you don't really get it until you start to get under the hood and really find the different ways that you can change it and make it uniquely your own. Glenn Campbell sang Wichita Lyman many, many years ago in the early 70s. It was a huge hit. Jimmy Webb, the wonderful composer, wrote it. He's out there still singing it and doing it in his own live shows. There is just something about this song. The lyrics are fantastic, of course, but there's something about the music. There's a loneliness to it. It's about a lineman who works for the telephone company all by himself out there hearing his woman's voice somehow in the line there's a longingness to this song i can't tell you how emotional it is to me and it was a a real pleasure making this one come to life on solo guitar Later in my life, Pat Metheny became a very big influence, not just with the way that he played guitar, but with his writing, his compositions. And he wrote a song back in the 80s called Letter From Home. It had just one guitar, acoustic piano with some strings, and then acoustic bass. And I set about taking those three instruments, those three parts for those three instruments, and playing them on just one guitar so that it sounds like there's three different people playing. Thank you. 
Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys wrote many, many memorable American songs, but nothing was more memorable than his album, Pet Sounds. The closing song on that album was called Caroline No. It just fit perfectly on solo guitar, and it's always moved me deeply, and I think my version shows that. I selected one Carlos Santana song to be on the test of time. It's his classic Europa. I selected it because, of course, I love it, and I Carlos Santana has such an incredible sound on this. I wanted to try to get that same electric quality, but on the nylon string guitar. But it also allowed me to go some interesting places that I could only go on a song like this, something that had this Latin character. Some flamenco elements could enter into it, and some very exciting, almost rock elements could enter into it. And Europa came out really well. It was another one of those ones that took a lot of time to really get it right, but I think I got it right. In the course of learning how to do this and learning how to play the guitar in this way and learning how to arrange for the solo guitar so that less was more, I came across a couple pieces of music that were important for me to learn but didn't really feel like they fit into the whole concept of the test of time. Yet, people kept telling me they sounded great and so I decided to include them as bonus tracks. The first one is a Bach piece, B. WV998. This is one of these pieces of music that Bach was so well known for. He does so little in some ways, yet so much music comes out of the guitar. Sometimes there's just two parts, but you feel like you hear much more than that happening. So I learned this not just to be able to play it on the guitar. Believe me, that's a challenge in and of itself, but because I wanted to try to get a little bit of box genius with how you could do more with less. Mm-hmm. 
In some ways, as I listen to this music, I realize that I've kind of reinvented myself and reinvented the image and the impression that some people have of what I do as a guitarist and as a musician. But again, to me, it's all about constantly growing, constantly evolving, constantly learning something new. And that's what I think I've done with The Test of Time. And I think I've created some music that if I hadn't dug in real deep to myself, it wouldn't have happened. So I hope that this podcast was fun to listen to. I hope that it gave you some insight into the reasons why I made this record. And of course, I hope it makes you want to pick up a copy either on CD or as a download. And along those lines, it doesn't come out in the stores and on all the online sites till March 20th of 2012. But right now, you can get it at my website two months before the release date, and I'll sign it to you and all that good stuff. So please visit www.kennavarro.com and pick up a copy right now. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with the final song on the album, the second bonus track, When You Wish Upon a Star. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll talk to you the next time. <laughs>